Welcome and thank you for tuning into the Joy Tutor Podcast. I am your host, Joanna Williams. Together, we will unpack, learn, teach, and celebrate the journey of emerging entrepreneurs and courageous trailblazers. Let's dig in. Hey, Sparkle. Hey, good morning. Hey, Boo. It is wonderful to have you on the show. It's amazing to be here. Thank you for the opportunity. Of course. So I'm just going to jump right into it. All right. Please introduce yourself to the Joy Tutor audience. Hi, Joy Tutor audience. I'm Sparkle J of Sparkle's Junk Boutique. Um, I make clothes and accessories for all the family needs. Literally all of them from the dog to the kids, to the mama, to the daddy, to the granddaddies and the grannies. I love it. Everybody can have an outfit. You get an outfit, you get an outfit. I'm the Oprah fashion design. <laughs> I love it. And I, I hear the passion. I hear the joy. How did you get started? Like what sparked you to go down this path? Honestly, I'm six foot even. I've always been a really, really tall, slender woman. Back in the day when I was younger, Jeans didn't come down to my ankles. I'm going to just be 100% honest. I've always loved fashion, but it became very much a passion when things didn't fit how I wanted them to. Um, My mom makes jokes all the time about when I was younger, how I was a double zero for so many years. And she used to have to pin my clothes and put darts in my clothes here and things of that nature. So I really just started wanting to create my own lane and drive in it. I swerved in all these other lanes. So I needed my own. I needed to be able to be comfortable in what I had on. Like I already was slim. I used to be a little chocolate thing when I was younger. So I already didn't have in school, I I used to question, why none of the dudes like me? And maybe it's because my pants stopped at my ankles and they, the fashion world now, wasn't what it was back then. Like it's nothing like back then. So they didn't have all these options. So I had to create my own. Before we started recording, you were about to go into a story about (laughs) your mom came home with that new cute outfit from Gap. Please. Mama. (laughs) She used to always go shopping in the Lake of the Ozarks for us. And she went shopping this one season and she brought home these outfits. And I had this outfit from Gap. She was in love with it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Had the matching bucket, had to go with it, all that, all that good nature. Tag still on it and everything. I decided I didn't like the way it looked. I didn't like it like that. So I took some scissors and snip, snip, snip. When I was younger, my mom worked a lot. So with her working so much, like I was able to snip it without her even knowing that I was snipping it. So she came home from work one day and she was just like, what happened? And she doesn't curse now, but she cursed back then. It was, what the hell happened? And da 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 like she was going in, like, why would you cut that? That was brand new. It still had the tag. Da 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 da. I didn't get in much trouble other than her yelling, but my mom is a healthy little thick lady. So just her yelling alone was a lot. And it was just like, what did I do? So later on, she had to explain to me that it, it you really didn't do anything. It shook her and shocked her that I cut this up, but she was so encouraging for me to keep going. I was, 
I was probably about seven or eight then. Um, I started hand sewing things with needle and thread at the age of seven. By the time I was 14, I was ready for a sewing machine. So my mom went out to the Goodwill and bought me this little old school sewing machine. And I just went to work. Like she knew, like I said, that that was going to be something that would be lasting with me because my grandmother, her mom, was a seamstress. My grandmother passed away when I was a baby. I was only a couple months old. She passed away on Christmas of 88. I was born July of 88. So my grandmother, um, she gave me that. She gave me her seamstress little fingers and she gave me that sewing mentality. Like it skipped my mom and went straight to me and she just knew. She just knew. <laughs> it was kind of a connection to her mom as well with me sewing. Like I, I see that in her when I make things for her that she, cause her favorite story is to tell me about how my grandmother used to make all their outfits. And so you kind of can see the connection with her mom through my sewing. It's like your, your grandmother prepared and primed your mom for what was to come with you as well. I'll take that. You know, it, you know what I'm saying? Because I that. <laughs> does, that, does that feel right to you? As it, well? it does because when I sew, I've always told my mom it's this spiritual entity that feels like it's watching over me. Like, and I used to, I used to be scared at first of it because, like I said, I, I never really got to know my grandmother to where I can remember knowing my grandmother. So. But from my understanding, I was her favorite. Yes, to any of my cousins that's listening, I was my grandmother's favorite. My mom is the baby girl. And I was my, I'm my mom's only girl. I still am her only girl. So my grandmother had me a lot from my understanding. Like she would go to sleep with me on her chest. Like I was always with my grandmother a lot because my mom was always with her mom. Like she died of cancer. So even when she was sick and in her last days, my mom was there a lot so I do feel like it's a spiritual entity that's over me when I'm sewing and like I said I used to be scared but I ain't scared of it anymore I just be like hey granny yes see what I'm making today (laughs) grandma is definitely there with you I love it um let me just also call out and shout out to mom for supporting shout out my mama. Um, and also we, we, we did have a common connection before recording around just the healing journey with both of our mothers. Mm-hmm. And I, I definitely would like to touch, I, we will touch on your business and more of, you know, what you got, what you got going on, all the good stuff, <laughs> but I do want to shout out and highlight our tribe, just how important it is to have that support. And a lot of times who we are as children shape who we become as young adults. And then oftentimes during that, that period of, you know, you're 18, between 18, I would say and 30, right. Or maybe in your twenties, you are not your, the best version of yourself <laughs> because I I can attest to that. I say all that to say that there is the opportunity to look and to heal and deal. And part of that journey oftentimes is inclusive of our mothers. And my mom was a single mom. And I've shared this a million times about, you know, just my relationship with my mom and how we had to go through a healing journey. Flojo is what we call her. I'm named after my mom. That's my rock. That's my boo. We even each other out. I am her roller coaster child, meaning 
<laughs> my mom had never been on a roller coaster and for her 50th birthday or 55th birthday I took her to Six Flags and, and had every roller coaster scared her to death but I say all that to say I am her daredevil child you know whatever she's afraid of doing or would have been afraid of doing I've done it will do it and she know it and she absolutely loves that about me at one point I felt like she didn't like that about me but I say all that to say it's been a beautiful healing journey and I love the story you shared about your mom and you having you created the space in for that you moment in that moment to heal and have a conversation. But I and you gave your mom her roses. Listen, you would not be here today, Sparkle, without the love and passion of mom. So I just want to take a few minutes to allow you to share that journey because there may be someone else who is in the same position as you, where you are trying to birth a dream or a big idea. But oftentimes our family stuff can be very distracting and it can be the very thing that's holding us back because we may value who we are, our self-worth and our ability based on past relationships or things that have been said to us and the reaction that you had between your mom when you cut up the outfit, that could have broke you. But mom yeah. came back and said, no, 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 no. Let me explain to you my reaction. It's not you, Sparkle, the person, the young lady. It's what you did. And this is why that startled me. You're good. Continue your passion. But this is why I had the reaction that I had. Shout out to mom for going back. Yeah. And- Before I share my mom and I, the short journey of us. I do want to say any entrepreneurs that's out there that's thinking about starting and you, you're thinking family members are stopping you or family dynamics are stopping you. Your family is not your customers. Those are not your clients. Those are not your shoppers. Those are not, they're not your target audience, period, point blank. Any family members that's going to support you financially or help build are going to support and help build but that is not your target audience. Like do not allow any of that to be the reason that you don't. As far as me and my mom, baby, (laughs) my mom was born in the 60s. I'ma just tell you that. So she, mom, how she was mom, period, point blank. Not saying that my grandmother was a bad mother because she wasn't like my aunts and uncles and my mom, they speak highly of my grandmother, but it's things that I definitely know could have been done differently that molded these paths with my aunts and uncles that had these ways that they're set into and things of that nature that definitely, if my grandmother had the sources that we have today, that my mom and them would have been different people not taken away from who they are either they are amazing as well and I do thank my grandmother for raising them how she raised them because if she hadn't raised my mom how she raised my mom my mom wouldn't have raised me how she raised me and I wouldn't be who I am today Mm -hmm. but our journey we were we've never had this wicked mom and hurtful daughter relationship or anything of that nature. It was never anything serious of us fighting physically or calling each other out of names or anything like that, but we didn't have the best relationship. I am this big outspoken person. Growing up, my mom felt like kids are to be seen and not heard, like the adults in the 60s. Why your mouth too smart? 
not embracing my passion. Now my mom embraced my passion enough. Like now she'll step to the side. She doesn't curse or anything of that nature anymore. So she she now will step aside and uh, allow me to unleash my godly way of telling somebody, you got her fucked up. <laughs> Don't talk to her like that. That's mine when it's all said and done, no matter what her and I have been through, no matter the disagreements, no matter the things that I didn't like growing up, no matter any of that, that still has always been my mom. Like she's always thought that I didn't like her of that nature because she didn't know how to accept the way that I love. She thought that I was supposed to love her the way she loved her mom, but I'm me. I have to tell her that all the time. You're Big Red. I'm Sparkle. We're two different people. Now in her age, Big Red learned all the new tricks. She was very receptive to a lot of things that I had to say. She, at first, she's always said that I was a great mom, but she did have disagreements with certain ways that I mom. Now my mom knows when it comes to my children, because my kids don't get with us. She now knows that basically all you have to do is tell my kids. I don't like that. That's fine if you do it at home. I don't like you to do it at grandma's. Don't do that anymore. And my kids receive that and they go forward with that. They know not to do it there. They can do it at home. My kids, my, we have to learn it with the word lie. Lies are curse words to my mom so bad. My daughter said it to her one day and she popped up. Hurt my little baby feelings. And we had to really go there like, mama, don't pop her for that. She can say lie to me. It's not a curse word. She's like, well, it's a curse word. I said, don't tell her that. Do not tell her that that's a curse word. It's not a curse word. It's a word you don't like. So things like that, my mom was very receptive to receive. And even things with my past, she took in everything that I was saying that I didn't like. And don't get me wrong. Joy, I had an amazing childhood. I was raised in a two-parent household. We went to any and everywhere you could think of as kids. I've been to Disney World multiple times. Like we were outside. It was a family vacation every summer. So it's not as if I just had this horrible childhood upbringing or anything like that. I had an amazing childhood, but it, let's be honest, it's still some things that are traumatic that people don't know is traumatic on you and you have to speak on them. And I held so much in as a kid because I felt like I couldn't talk to my mom. Mm -hmm. Now, Baby, that's my best friend. I sit on the phone with her and my auntie, one of her twin sisters. She got a set of twin sisters. It's only three girls. So she, we sit on the phone and we, I cackle with them little old hens. Like I'm their age now. That is my bestie. And at her birth, her surprise birthday party just in January, I had to really highlight that, not just in private and not just telling her that in private. And when it's just us, I really needed everybody to know and honestly everybody know it because my Facebook post when it comes to her um my podcast interview questionnaire that I had to send you I highlighted my mom because she definitely is a major part of my support system it's my mom my dad my guy my kids like that it's everything and I do have friends and family that support me on this journey but when it's back against the wall I know that those are the ones that won't leave that's not going anywhere that is going to be in this with me forever I love Dang it. choice I put them in a headlock <laughs> but I definitely had to give her her flowers and let her know that I appreciate the I, I appreciate you 
been very receptive of everything that I had to say. I appreciate you not only receiving it, but fixing it. I appreciate the growth. Like I'm growing and I'm changing and she grew and changed a lot. And we needed that. We needed that growth together and separately to be where we are now. I just want to give you your flowers, love, for being the advocate of change and for modeling a more effective positive and constructive way to resolve conflict. I'm sure you've heard of the book, Five Love Languages, but there's also a way that we fight. There's also a way that we, a language that we use to disagree. And you teaching your mom and establishing boundaries to say, no, 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 let's be clear. Lie is not a curse word. It's all about mindset and perception, right? And perspective. Here's your house rules and here are the rules of engagement when it comes to negative or confrontational situations <laughs> when it comes to my children. So one, you, you showed your daughter a healthy way to communicate when you two did not agree. And that in itself is laying down a new foundation, my love. So congratulations to you. Okay. And mama and Miss Red for being open. And I thank her because as a daughter as well, being in your position, it means a lot. Um, and it helps you to really heal the, the trauma that you may have. It's just so much easier to let it go. Um, I recently read because I'm listening to I'm listening to a book called Childhood Disrupted. And research shows that trauma as a child is equivalent to someone getting drunk, getting in a car and driving. That the trauma as a child, it manifests in our body and it will show up as autoimmune diseases, you know, from lupus I've heard that. to alopecia areata, hand in hand. So I say all that to say, congrats, because you are setting your children, your daughter off to a very healthy start. And you are an amazing role model for her because you took what was a pain point and a need and found your passion and your purpose and started your own clothing line. And so I think that is the perfect get segue to get into your clothing line and, and what you do and what you love. Tell us about it. I create magic. Just to be honest. Um, Not saying, okay, my <laughs> podcast is done. Let's I go. <laughs> so I am a freehand designer. I don't use patterns. And if it is a pattern that I'm using, it's one that I drafted myself. It's never one that was already made or I, I don't even know how to use patterns. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know the cutting dynamics or any of that stuff. And I've always heard throughout my career that that's amazing and here I am giving the cookies and the stars to the ones that can use patterns because I think it's amazing that you know how to cut this out and do this and do that with it and when I was in school I went to the Illinois Institute of Art in Chicago inside the Chicago Sometimes building and my professor used to always be mad and be like you're going ahead of the syllabus and I'm just like, I don't know what to tell you. Y'all doing stuff I was doing when I was 10. I done that already. I, I, so it was like very hard and it was a struggle in school to actually keep up with the class because I was ready to teach the class. And now I do teach my own sewing classes. I offer sewing classes. My classes are called Sip, Smoke, and Sew. So I do hookah. 
I have the little individual hookahs, the really small ones that sit at the table. I cook. My food consists of, most of the time, they always ask for the catfish fillets. So I do a catfish fillet. I do a salad. We have a nice little wine. I love the Nina. And a lot of my uh, students love the Nina wine from uh, Randall's Wine and Spirit. It's their house wine. It's called Nina. Try it. It is amazing. It's like an adult Capri Sun. Don't drink it too fast. It's so good. I've sewn through everything. Sewing is my high. Sewing to me is what a bottle is to a drinker. Like, I don't know any other way to put it. Sewing to me is scissors to a hairdresser, clippers to a barber. It's life for me. Um, I just recently, I'm coming up on my second year of remission from cervical cancer. And even on my lowest of low days, I will get up and at least try to sew. Like, I've sewn through a broken wrist. I had a broken wrist last year and I was getting client orders out. Like I stopped taking orders once I broke it, but I definitely was still getting the ones done. Not because I couldn't refund them, but because I didn't want to refund them because it was things that I really did want to do. Or it was an obstacle that I wanted to get through to see if I could. And I, I really was sewing through a broken wrist. And it shocked my doctors how good I was healing, how fast I was healing, especially with just getting done with radiation therapy. Like I had just got done with radiation therapy in September. And here's January, I broke my wrist and um, sewing through it and healing through it. And my doctors was just like, that was very therapeutic for me to still sew through it. My guy bought me a dog for Mother's Day last year, and she was the smallest, most gorgeous thing ever. And I'm like, I got to do something that got to do with dogs. It still includes sewing. I make dog beds, I make dog harnesses from scratch, I make the dog collars, the dog leashes, like anything that you want for you and you need your little fur baby to wear it too, I can make that. <laughs> I have a Celebrations of Courage event every year that I do. Say I read your story, but I would like to honor you in June with the Resilient Award. You, my love, exude the definition of resilience. You do. And if there is anyone more deserving and worthy of it, it is you. I see you. I recognize you. You're loving. You're amazing. You're a healer. You're a teacher. But I see the part of Sparkle that also needs her cup filled. Not to say that you don't, but I understand that space that you power from. And that space within you, I want to celebrate. Just your light. That's it. Thank you. You're welcome, love. I have a friend named Chelsea that loves to call me modest. Like she goes off on me so bad and she just be, you're so modest. You're so humble. Just shut up and take the compliment. Just receive it and accept the appreciation. And it, it's not that I don't accept it. I just, I don't really feel like what I do or who I am needs any rewarding. I don't do it for any rewards. I am who I am and I appreciate and show love to the people around me just because I need them to know that you don't have to be here. You're here. I love and I appreciate that you don't have to. My guy and I have been together 10 years now. You don't have to stay with me. We're two cancers. I don't even know how we stay. <laughs>
Yes, I do. I take that back, God. I'm sorry. Because it wasn't nothing but I God. I know what you mean. <laughs> it was nothing but God. Like, and I, I literally just I appreciate that. Because you deserve to be celebrated. You really and truly do. And that's the reason why I created this table, um, the Celebrations of Courage Award, because there are so many moments where when people see on the outside all of the greatness that we're doing, but they really don't get a chance to see or feel or know what it took to get back up when we gave up on the inside. They don't understand the moments where we did give up, but we were still doing it, right? And I'm sure you've had moments like that, but you just wear your resilience so well and you're doing great things and you have just gotten started, my love. This is the very beginning. Of course, we'll have multiple interviews over the next couple of years, but I definitely am happy to be able to honor you and celebrate you. To be 100% transparent, Last weekend, I didn't think I would be here long enough to even be in this podcast right now. Like, I really was allowing the devil to mentally get to me and to tell me I wasn't good enough, I wasn't enough. And I had the same people, the same people, my friend, my guy, my mom, and my dad that just was you are good enough in their way of saying you are good enough. My dad was just like, I don't want you by yourself. Go and find your mom. And me and my mom had just had an argument and she didn't even realize that I already had so much on my back and my shoulder. And to feel like her and I was backsliding to where we used to be was a lot. And like we hadn't had that type of disagreement or argument in a long time where either of us was actually there. Our pettiness was coming out and it was just like, I, I can't, what am I doing? Like, what is going on? I, I got so far ahead for this pushback. Sometimes we got a clean house again. Yep. You know, just how we have to go wash our clothes every week. Every Sometimes we have to go back and revisit and renew. This podcast happened for a reason. This connection happened for a reason. Because I was there as well. That's the reason why I was up. And I saw your podcast request come through at 545 in the morning. I was up and I approved it right then and there because I was down on the couch like, should I be doing this? <laughs> sure. Sure. I said that when I, after I was done with the questionnaire you sent, and it was like, you were waiting on approval. And I said, well, how long? And I saw how long it had taken. I'm like, oh, I got a couple of more weeks. And I saw how fast. And I'm like, oh, wow, she liked me. <laughs> I yeah. turned around to my guy and said, she liked me or something. Yeah. I, yeah, I was like, and I said, should I do this? And your podcast interview request came through. So we are in essence oh God, I hear you and I helping you. each other. We really are, but we are going to celebrate you. I'm located in New York. The event is in Brooklyn. It's June 3rd. I'm on a hiatus off of Facebook at the moment, but I got on yesterday just to make a post of me being on the interview today. And I just was like, and just so y'all know, she's located in New York. You know, yes. I see you, big guy. I see you. Because at first I didn't know exactly where you were located. But then mm -hmm. when I saw that you were in North, in New York, I was just like, okay, God, I see you trying to make sure other people see me. I see oh, for sure. And my, my girlfriend, Lee, she is episode, I want to say five or nine. 
she um we went to high school together team mom together she walked her line in new york fashion week okay so okay. that's what sparkle going <laughs> come on okay you feel I've those been invited to new york fashion week but it was never it didn't the the people that invited me didn't seem legit it was so much more oh, into it after the invite and it's just like why do i have to pay all these finances if you're inviting me you want my line mm-hmm. on your runway why are all these other finances i could see my way there in my hotel my room and board and all of that but i have to pay all these other prices like i know that that's not how you operate because i've modeled so i know that you don't pay nobody to use your face so I, why would I pay you to do my designs like what no right. <laughs> no and I and I and I know how good I am I, Come on, I, I just did a sweet 16 dress last year and she her inspiration was a fashion overdress and she the mom sent it over to me and once I was done with the dress like what I do with my clients is I do walk them through every step that I go. I don't do anything without them saying, yes, I want that. Go with that. Go with that. And that's just for my receipt as well as theirs. And I don't allow conversations. Like I'll talk to you on the phone, but after we're done with this conversation, I need everything in writing while I'm talking on the phone, I'm writing down what you want, but I need you to write it in your words as well. Yeah just for receipts for both of us because when it comes down to it and you're wanting a refund or anything of that nature I don't need you saying well I didn't say do that yes you did it's right here and I need to be able to go directly to it I did exactly what you wanted me to do but I always tell them I don't duplicate I don't even duplicate my own work I I don't know if I'm dyslexic ADHD or what because I could be sitting there looking at what I made and cannot recreate it. I've tried it with the bracelets that I make multiple times. Mm-hmm. I can never get the beading exactly like the original one. It, it just sounds like you just, be, <laughs> you just meant to be a one and done original, honey. And I tell them that exclusive. All the time, I'm like, I, I don't know how to duplicate. So what you want would be my version of it. Like I, right. it, it's your creation, what you want, your idea, but it would be my version of the design yeah i yeah. don't know how to do anything else what? I've done alterations on vera wayne dresses i used to work at davis friday so i've done alterations on a lot of the major designers wedding gowns and when i say i don't want that mm-hmm. i want to be big and known but i don't want to be bigger than me sewing it i've been in business eight years what made me originally jump and get into business was my daughter it was another one of those, I'm tired of this. Like, I can't go in the store and find mommy and me stuff that's cute and not all granny-ish. And I just need fashion forward mommy and me pieces. Or I can't find exactly what I'm looking for. And I don't like that. So instead of me shopping and being semi-satisfied with what I got or halfway satisfied, I like hers, but I don't like mine, but it matched. So I'm going to just wear it. Nah, and then I need my sons to match because for some odd reason, people feel like mommy and me is only daughter and mama. No, <laughs> I had sons before I had a daughter and we were mommy and me all the time. Like that does not 
No. And I get people when I post me and my daughter in our outfits, because we are a hashtag on Facebook. So your listeners can hashtag yo with a Y-O, fave, F-A-V-E, mommy with an I-E-N, not a Y, M-O-M-M-I-E, and A-N-D, me. Yo, fave, mommy, and me. It's Ryan and Castilla, Sparkle, and Baby Dow all up and down their hashtag that's our hashtag so when people see our pictures they always i wish i had a daughter and my comment is always because you can only mommy and me with a daughter question mark yes mommy and me is only girls question mark and then following that comment i always post a picture of me and my boys in our mommy and me or a family picture from all of us with my guys boys my daughter like all of us matching from head to toe and i just be like mommy and me is mommy and child period point blank like the me does not mean girl because it would say mommy and daughter that's mommy and me all day and so i just i had to create that so i started off you're so dope you have um, not only do you make one of a kind pieces, all right, you can also do pieces for your pet, coats, sweaters, collars, all of that, little hats, the booties to match, the and the beds, okay, game <laughs> Then we, we are also uh, making cute mommy and child pieces because you have gathered us and corrected us and got us together (laughs) that it's it is mommy and daughter and mommy and son so it's mommy and child how can we get in contact with you i have a facebook business page sparkles with an apostrophe is junk j-u-n-k i'm a boutique not a boo boutique and i'm on instagram under sparkles junk and that's all one word no apostrophe the junk comes from, I started off making bows out of scrap fabric and a friend of mine brought over a bucket of ribbon that she had because she does diaper cakes. And she brought over a bucket of ribbons that, that were used and things of that sort. So I, I really just started off my company with doing just bows. And then I started making clothes with the scrap fabrics that I had around and Hence, everything came about. That's where the boutique came from because I started off with just bows. I didn't plan on doing anything else until I just noticed they don't make that in my baby's size. I want that in my daughter's size. And she was a itty bitty thing. We called her Thumbelina when she first came out. That's how tiny she was. And I'm just like, I don't want these basic onesies and these basic little shorts that everybody else kid is gonna have on my daughter needs frills under the bottom of her shorts or she needs these kind of socks and everything just end up balling up together and I just like I cheated my sons a little bit I'm sorry y'all should have started this a long time ago with (laughs) y'all you have a professional business Facebook page as well as an Instagram page and what are those handles again um, on Instagram, sparkles with an S, junk, J-U-N-K, all one word. And on Facebook, it's sparkles with an apostrophe S, junk, J-U-N-K. And I am a boutique, B-O-W-T-I-Q-U-E, not a boutique. It has been amazing. It has. <laughs> it's been I absolutely amazing. I appreciate just you allowing me to be in your space. Um, I appreciate your beautiful spirit 
and I definitely appreciate the resilience award. Like you are dope. I told you that before this even started that I thought you were dope just for me watching just your platforms and then to actually talk to you. You are the epitome of a Black woman that's making room for us other Black women, like not to take away from all races, but Black women standing together and showing that we're not this narrative that they're trying to give us. We're amazing and you definitely are setting that path. And I appreciate even being able to, I don't even know how we crossed paths, honestly. I don't even know how we were connected on Instagram, how you came about in my feed or anything of that sort. But I definitely know that God has been in this for that and I much appreciate it. Well, thank you. <laughs> and more to come. Thank you for joining and listening in. We greatly appreciate your time. To learn more about our business development classes, such as how to start a business, business plan development, and if you have a Wix website and you're struggling with updates, we got you. I'm also excited to announce that we've launched our new Entrepreneur Roadmap and Execution Planner along with the class. The class is maxed out at 14 registrants. Therefore, the class books very fast. However, we do have wait lists available. Sign up at joytutor.com. Also, last but not least, you can follow us on all the social medias at joytutor or joytutor inc. Until next time, take care.